welcome to Talking Trades, the weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and I think Jimmy Olsen needs a reboot. And I'm John, I'm a Marvel nut, and I think Mr. Sinister needs a reboot. Welcome to Talking Trades. Reboots, John. Reboots! Not the show that I loved that turned into a reboot that was super bad. Reboot! Loved that show so much. Loved it. Um, Did re- you watch the, the Netflix one? Yeah, it was really bad. I'm sorry. I watched it because my students, when I was teaching elementary school, were like, oh, we heard about the show. I was like, Re- I loved Reboot. Let's check it out. They're like, oh, no. It's so bad. Ironically, they made the villain look exactly like the old villain. Weird. But scarier because there was less Polly. Less Polly, which is impressive. <laughs> um, reboots. Why did you say Mr. Sinister needs a reboot? Because he's. His art direction leads something to be desired. He's too campy and not actually like fearful. Like a name like Mr. Sinister, you should kind of be afraid of him. Well, but then like don't his actions end up being really bad? Like he's done some horrible They're, things, but like yeah, just, sure, it's just dark. Like, but like when you see him in a page, you're like, oh man, here's Mr. Sinister. It's, right, like he doesn't portray what he does. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, Mr. Sinister, people may know best from uh, the end of the of, uh, of Logan. Uh, it's not even him. I was just kidding. I was I was making more of a joke. Uh, but but the X Men the animated series. Yeah, he's really bad in that. I love that show. Yeah, but that's that's part of the problem. Uh, played a decent role in X Men Apocalypse the comic. Yes, he did. Age of Apocalypse. Yes, yes. His his art design is terrible. Yep. Jimmy Olsen, you know him, you love him, but he's so lame. He got a reboot in the show. Yeah, he Supergirl. got that Supergirl reboot. He needs that in the comics. Doesn't have to be a large black man. I mean, I'm okay with that. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> it's polar opposite. He just needs to not be. Oh boy, Superman! I'm your pal. Yeah, pal. I have your. Yeah, I'm so sick Superman's of that. Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. It doesn't need to happen anymore. Um, but why are we? Why are we talking about that, John? We are talking about that because of because this week in geek. This week in geek. Well, this week in geek, John. Scott Snyder, you know him, you love him. He has done some of my personal favorite um, stories in the DC universe, uh, such as No Justice, which we are reading on here at some point. That was fantastic. Loved that. Uh, The New 52 run of Batman, uh, All-Star Batman, lots of great stuff. He wants to reboot or update Detective Chimp. He's really into that. He has a really good story that he has written that will get into the character in depth. Do you know who Detective Chimp is? I was going to say, hypothetical situation, say I don't know who Detective Chimp is. Is it what it sounds like? 100%. Okay. He's got a Sherlock Holmes-style hat, and he's a detective, and he's a monkey. I'm sorry, a chimpanzee. Thank you. He's in uh, Metal 2, which we're reading soon. Maybe next week. Is it collected? Yeah. Multiple times. It's really good. Damn. Okay. Um, so he would like to re- reboot Detective Chimp, which there's no like info on that, but I would, I mean, I'd read it. Uh, Scott Snyder could write just about anything and I'll read it. He'll read, he could write, write my eulogy and I'll be excited about it. You'll be dead. Right. But like, at least Scott Snyder was like around. I shook the man's <laughs> hand. He probably doesn't, you know, he probably remembers me. It's probably why he'd write it. Not a big deal. Anyway. Um... Speaking of new things that n- people didn't necessarily ask for, Game of Thrones prequel show. Yeah, I don't. It's give happening. Any regard? To, I just don't care. Nope, I'm with you. But Josh Whitehouse, who is in the uh, 
remake of Valley Girl. You know, the Nicolas Cage classic Valley Girl. The remake of Valley Girl? Yeah, he's playing the Nicolas Cage role in Valley Girl. It's a musical now. Neat. <laughs> in the words of you. Uh, Naomi Watts and Josh Whitehouse have been cast in the uh, Game of Thrones prequel. Naomi Watts, who you know as Naomi Watts. She's been in things. She has been in things. Wasn't she in, like, The Ring? Is that her? I'm looking it up. Naomi yeah, Watts. Yeah, crazy. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah, she was. Very good, John. She was also in King Kong. Oh, she was in yeah, The she Impossible. Was. She was in Shut In. She was in Mulholland Drive. You know Mulholland Drive. The movie's supposed to be great, so it's I one of those movies that like know. everyone has heard of, but I haven't seen it. Uh, she was also in uh, Twenty One Grams. Well, she was in Insurgent. I know that. The Ring, King Kong, Funny Games. Lots of lots of movies. Twin Peaks. She was in Twin Peaks. I haven't seen Twin Peaks. Love Twin I Peaks. I want to. She was in Birdman. I love. Looks that like movie. she's in Tank Girl. Yeah, is she the Tank Girl? Is she Tank Girl? That'd be hilarious. She's no, she's not Tank Girl. She's okay. Jet Girl. Obviously, Jet I, Boy, I, Jet Girl. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Nemi Watts has been cast in that show. It's gonna happen, and uh, yeah, I think it's called The Long Night, something like that. Sure. Uh, here's how you get me into a Game of Thrones prequel. It's all about the Night King. I'm in. Or... Like who it, he was before? Yeah. And how it turns into the Night King. Or the battle for the Iron Throne that killed Rhaegar Targaryen. I'd be super into that. Like, young Eddard, young um, fat guy, Baratheon. Yes, Robert wow. Baratheon. I would love that. I'd be into that. Like a young Lyanna. That'd be interesting. But that's like about it. I'd, just, I'd rather have that as a comic book, actually. Now that I say that, because I don't need to see it. Yeah, I just don't... I like Game of Thrones. I used to love Game of Thrones. Now I like Game of Thrones. And I just... I don't care for more after it's over, I don't think. Oh, I, I love Game of Thrones and I want more. Um, but I don't need a prequel, necessarily, unless it's going to be something that's really going to grip me. Well, this this one might. Who knows? Who's to say? I doubt it. Um, I have in my notes here, John Stuff. What do you got? That's all my news. Oh, that's it? That's all I have. All right. Told you. Told you didn't have much. Well, speaking of reboots, that uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina came out. Wait, what? Chilling Adventures it of Sabrina. Yeah, on, on what? Friday on Netflix. What? It did. It totally did. What? I didn't know. Oh, that's loud. <laughs> Sorry, YouTubes. Okay. Yes, I'm listening. And I'm also watching Sabrina in the background. <laughs> And I, uh, Jeremy. Did you watch it? I've seen half of it. Was it bad? Jeremy. Oh, no. May I call you Jeremiah? No, it's not my name. <laughs> Jeremy. So rarely does a show. They're going to call me like a different name. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> so rarely does a show come around. That is so good. Really? It is so, so good. Really? As this show. It is great. Yay. They, they still got the Riverdale magic touch. It is... Very dark. It is not very funny, but it is really because it says fantastic. magic and mischief collide as half human, half witch Sabrina navigates between two worlds. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Like if you like Riverdale, you'll be super in on Sabrina. Part one, one. Part yes, so it releases ten episodes. Each episode is like fifty-five minutes. Holy cow! 
So that's why I'm halfway through it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I've seen one through five. I mean, I'll watch it. You should watch it. I'm going Everyone to. should watch it. It is great. It has Michelle Gomez. Emgo? Who's Michelle Gomez? She's Missy on Doctor Who. I love Michelle Gomez. I know. I feel bad I didn't know who that was immediately. I love Missy. Um, I can never remember her name, but Hilda is played by... Wait I'll a second. That up. Wait a second. Wait a second. Her answer in it? It's Sabrina. Right, but like I wasn't sure if like the show was like canon Sabrina. Oh, yeah. No, it's, well, it's like a new thing, but... So who does Emgo play? She plays a new character. Okay, so she's not not Hilda. Correct. It's Hilda and it's Zelda. Zelda. Um, she Zelda. likes horror. I'm watching this trailer. She likes horror. There's a bat. So Hilda. Her boyfriend looks like Davis. he's gonna get her killed. There's Hilda a baptism. Is, it's a whole thing. Hilda is played by Lucy Davis, who is a British actress whom okay. I love. And Zelda is played by Miranda Otto, otherwise known as Eowyn. She's no from man. Lord of the Rings. She is not. Oh, cool. She is not. Oh, boy. Some stuff's happening. Yeah, it's great. You should totally watch this series. It's very good. I'm super into it. You you will be. This This, this looks like it's right up my alley. It is so good. I I love occult lore. It's very, very occult. It's they're they're very. There's Michelle Gomez. They're very unabashed by it being like the Church of Night, the Church of Satan. They're really very unabashed. Oh, they're definitely witches. (laughs) Yes. Okay. She's whoever they got to play Sabrina is beautiful. It looks like exactly like what I would have thought. She is Kiernan Shipka and she was the little girl on Mad Men. No way. Yep. Wow. Yep. This doesn't take place what take where does this take place? Where does it take place? Greendale. Yeah. Okay. So it is in Wow, we, you say witch like it's a bad thing. Ooh. Mm, called it. Yeah, it's great. I'm into, it's, the, I'm into the collars that the Blackhawks jerseys. It's so good, dude. Oh boy. Yeah. So that's right, cool. where I spent. Looks kind of like a. Of my free looks kind of like a Evil Dead kind of thing. The original Evil Dead, not this new one. That's that's very uh, racy. I mean, like it's it's kind of campy and fun, but like it's not. No, it just look like slapstick. I was like going the more sitcom like sitcom. That I was the going more like the darkness was. of it, like the dark, but like it's they're clearly they're clearly uh, taking it. Mm. To a different place. Hey, there she is. Yep. Eowyn. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yes. All it's right. Well, great. I was going to watch The Haunting of Hill House tonight when no, I went to sleep. Skip it. <laughs> I want to watch The Haunting of Hill House, though. Eh, sure. Sabrina's more important. It sure looks like it. All right. Um, what else you got? Wow, we spent a lot of time on that. What, what else you got? <laughs> uh, so there's a new book out. Yep. Or coming out? I think it's coming out. Book book or comic book? Book book. I like books. It's called Resist. Tales for tales from a future worth fighting against. Ooh, what it is a, a, a dystopian future that's actually happening. So, twenty-seven prominent authors in the science fiction, um, medium, the fiction area, medium, each contributed to write this book. Okay. And the description straight from Amazon says, The arc of history is unpredictable, and no one knows where it's headed, but that's never stopped speculative fiction writers from shouting out a warning. Join 27 of today's top science fiction authors as they write about possible tomorrows as we hope to avoid drawing on challenges taken from today's headlines. So, wow. basically, they all have contributed to this book, and... I want to I pause you. Okay. 
the what catches my eyes is the the cover. Yes. You and I both love propaganda mm-hmm. posters. Not propaganda. We love propaganda yes, art. The, the, the aesthetic of it. And this is very much blocky letters. I love it. Yeah, very great. Um, wow, this is cool. I want to you can read the right list now. of you artists. You can pre-order it right now. Yeah. Half off. Yeah. And every time the book is sold, at least half of the, pre- at least half of the sale will go to the ACLU. So I literally just pre-ordered it. Great. One down. But yeah, it's definitely worth reading. Definitely a message. Tomorrow, it will be downloaded to my Kindle. There you comes go. Out, it comes out November 1st. So by the time you listen to this, you can't get the pre-order special. But but it, it, still get it. it will be 16 bucks. Yep. So not bad. Not at all. But yeah, it, it looks great. Something I definitely want to check out. So I hope you do as well also. And the last thing I have, something that my good friend Zach posted to my wall today. I don't know if you saw. But it looks like, from Variety, there is a Falcon Winter Soldier limited series in the works for Disney Play. Oh no. You need that in your life. I do. And it has one of the writers from Empire. Oh wait a second. Like a live action? I believe so. Oh snap. The only qualm I have is, like, Sam and Bucky do not get along. No. They just don't. They never have. So I don't know what the scenario is, why they are forced to be together on something. But, like, it's got to be compelling. <laughs> Can you move your seat up? No. Yeah. No. It, and see or not, they don't get along. The comics don't get along. They just do not like each other. I'm into a buddy cop movie where they don't get along already. I'm into it. I'll watch it. it, it does, the other guys. The article does go on to say that each series is speculated to be between six and eight episodes, which is fine. But if you give me that and it's self-contained, fine. I don't mm-hmm. need a hundred episodes. Right. Complete a story. Because that's like three-ish If seasons, Agent Carter had finished movies. on the not cliffhanger, you wouldn't be that upset. I wouldn't. You'd be fine. But like, can we get a season three? You could Just to get closure. You don't need that's to be, all I want. You don't need a season four. You don't need a season five. You need closure. I'll take like an issue or two... Comic. I don't care. I just want it to be resolved. That's all I want. I don't blame you. <laughs> like collector in me likes things being completed and done. Well, you collect things? I do. I didn't know that. Also wanted to give a shout out today. We're recording on Halloween. Ooh. It's a spooky, but you're listening to this in November. Or later. And today, Midnight Mystery number one came out. Yeah, Bernie! And Mr. Bernie Gonzalez. I have yet to read it. Uh, I went to work, picked it up, now I'm here recording, so I've yet to actually read it, but I'll read it before I go to bed, and I we're very proud, we're very happy for him. Please check it out. Love you, Bernie. Uh, issue 2 looks to be coming out very soon as well. So If you haven't got it already, go to your comic book store and ask them to order it. They will order it for you. They ordered it for me? My shot did. I haven't yeah. seen any extra copies, but if you ordered it for he me... Has, John has a physical <laughs> copy of it, which I need to figure out how to get a physical copy of it, because I didn't get to the comic book store on time, because I'm an idiot. E- I need it. I want it. It's not you. You're not an idiot. Uh, you're right. The comic book store is idiots for not having these hundreds of these already. Anyway. Maybe I'll see if I can order right now. Um, that's all you got? That's all I got. I thought it was decent. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's get right into the pull list. Here's your pull list. The Avengers. 
The Final Host, written by Jason Aaron and Ed McGinnis as our artist. Inked by Mark Morales, colored by Dave Curiel, lettered by VC's Corey Petit. And here we go. The Avengers, Jonathan. What do you know about them? I know you don't. I know you're not a big Marvel guy. They are Earth's mightiest heroes. Ah, thank you. They assemble. <laughs> uh, Ray Fiends was one of them. Uma Thurman. They fought, they fought a bear, Avengers, but it was actually Sean Connery. Very different Avengers. Oh, snap. My bad. Um, well, who's this lineup? Let's go over this lineup of Avengers. The, this is the, so the reason I bought this book is because of this lineup. So you got Doctor Strange, She-Hulk, Ghost Rider, Iron Man, Cap, uh, Odin's son, Thor, Captain Marvel, and Black Panther. T'Challa. I'm so hyped. I was like, yeah, Black Panther's in the Avengers. I'm buying that book. And I did. I, I like it. Um, but it actually opens with the 1 million BC Avengers, mm -hmm. which are Agamotto, Starbrand, who is Hulk, by the way, uh, Ghost Rider, Black Panther, the Phoenix, Odin, and the first Iron Fist. Yes. I love this. I've read 1 million BC. I want more of this. I, I guess you can't because they're all dead now. They are all it. dead now. <laughs> they are all was, dead now. That was one million two thousand change ago. Yep. So this uh, this this story revolves around a not a celestial a what do they call them? Uh, they are they're big suns eternals eternals. No, 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 they are celestials. No, they are celestials. I mean, the Eternals are the other ones. So these celestials coming down, they're, they're falling to Earth, and you don't know why. And they're falling down dead. And there's no Avengers. That's, that's established. Um, and Thor has a golden arm and a golden Mjolnir. And I really like his golden arm. I think it's cool looking. And he doesn't look anything like Chris Hemsworth. Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> um... This is one of those where they, they, the comic imitates the movies in look, and I, li I kind of like that. Uh, I mean, it's smart, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so you have Cap, Tony, and Thor chit-chatting, talking. They're like, oh, the Avengers were cool, right? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, my God, things are happening. Jump cut to Black Panther and Doctor Strange under the Earth's crust. And they're like, huh, there's a bunch of weird stuff down here. That's crazy. Jump cut over to the Ghost Rider, and he's like, I have a demon in me. That's crazy. Like, you're meeting all, you're What's seeing. What's going on with this car? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um, but like we said, there's a celestial. just Jerry Seinfeld the entire time. Oh, my God. Hispanic 17-year-old What's the deal Jerry with the Ghost Rider? My car turns into a demon. What's up with that? My Jerry Shouldn't Seinfeld's it be the ghost good. driver? Don't you drive the car? You don't ride the car. You ride a bike. <laughs> oh, wait. But that's why he was. He was it was ghost rider on a bike. So he should be ghost driver. That's what I'm saying. Whoa. That's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> so, so the Celestials are falling to Earth. And Alpha Flight's like, what the hell? The Avengers. But they're not the Avengers. They're like, what the hell? And there are these creepy bug things under the Earth's crust. Yep, but it's like millions and millions of larvae. Lots of them. But the larvae themselves are like a couple feet in length, so these bugs are big. Yeah, they are. These bugs are real big. Uh, 
so there's all these celestials on the ground. And everyone's like, this is weird. But then out of nowhere, a bunch of evil celestials show up. And you can tell they're evil because they look scary. <laughs> and they show up and they're, uh, <laughs> they are um, about to attack Earth. So they assemble the Avengers again. That's issue one. It is what it is. Uh, the uh, you know I don't have to I don't have to go through this panel by panel. The story of this is these celestials are coming and they're led by Loki. We find out. Yep. And the reason they're coming is not because a million years ago they were defeated or anything like that. It is because they were somehow infected with these bugs that uh, Black yeah. Panther and Doctor Strange find. The what you do find out is that one million BC that cast. The story actually starts in 4 million B.C. 4 billion. 4 billion? 4 billion. Right, so, even longer. The first celestial, seemingly near the dawn of creation, arrived and was dying. He was infected. And that infection with the, like, primordial soup... That is our Earth. That is our Earth. And the celestial blood. Got mixed together, which... Created, which is the cause for life as we know it on Earth, is the cause for superpowered individuals, uh, intelligent life. Um, and it was all an accident. Also, Earth being so cosmically important in the Marvel Universe. That's why. It was all an accident. So Loki has figured this out through magic. As his time as the Sorcerer Supreme. And um, he brought, he's bringing the other Celestials back to wipe out humanity. Because these like, celestials, like the frit, like God intended, essentially, like God intended, because these celestials will die if this infection spreads. The infection being the human race and these bugs. Yeah, the infection is the only thing that seems to have any any that any effect on the celestials because the Avengers cannot touch them. Yep. Like after a day of seemingly a day of fighting, Thor's like, ah, it's working. I think I heard a knuckle crack. Yeah. And it's like oh, it's probably yikes. your own Thor. Um. So that's happening, and you find out that they need to kind of attack these... They need to wipe out the the horde, is what they're called, these bugs. And in doing so, the other Celestials are like, oh, sick. You've stopped us from dying. We'll, we'll leave. Except for the final host, which is Loki's number one Celestial, who yes. is so infected, he's so overcome with the evil essentially to, to make a point of it that he will not leave so these celestials beat him up and destroy him and earth is saved mm-hmm. and what's interesting about this book the thing that i liked about this book is it's it's a whatever story but it makes the whole world feel insignificant in a good way it makes it seem like man nothing matters really but then cap is like mm, it doesn't matter the start you're right doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter how you get life. It's what you do with that life that matters. And I really liked that. It really echoed Cap for me. That was the That's prime Cap right there is it doesn't matter how you are born. It doesn't matter how you're created. It matters what you do with your life. That will define everything. Mm-hmm. And I really, really liked that. And that was what made stand this out, this stand out for me. Also, there's a lot of good Carol and Steve quips back and forth. At one point she says, I'll put you back in your coma. It's Tony. I'm sorry. Yes, Tony. I loved that. I thought that was hysterical. Uh, because yeah, well, Thor and Civil War Two, and I'm like, Ew. and Thor and Hulk kiss a couple of times, mm-hmm. which is kind of a throwaway funny thing. <laughs> Tony says to her, "Oh, you think uh, I mean, we should I do guess... this?" <laughs> that was funny. I, I thought it was really funny. 
is Thor like kind of slutty? Hear me yeah. out. No, yeah. Hear me no, out. I don't have Hear to. Hear me out. You're right. <laughs> uh, when it was um, Jane as Thor, she and uh, Mr. Sam Wilson had a little little yeah. makey outy time as well. Here's the thing. If you are insanely confident, which it is established that Thor, whether it's Odin's son or Jane, is, you do stuff. My takeaway is, just because you're slutty doesn't mean you're unworthy. Absolutely. You, everyone likes to kiss other people. As long as, you're, as long as the other person consents to said kiss, mm-hmm. it's awesome to do that. And clearly these two do. Yeah, she hulks into it. Yeah, the- She's into it. <laughs> Don't even fib yourself. No, I like this She-Hulk a lot. One of the arcs I liked within this arc even was um, Thor and Hulk, specifically. They go to Odin, like, listen, you guys defeated this. How'd you do it? <laughs> He's like, that's adorable. <laughs> he goes, yeah, you're funny. Uh, it shows him a vault filled with ice. They break the ice, and they get seemingly like this egg, and it's like some ancient blood, and they ingest the ancient blood. While, go, go, Papa yeah, while Tony calls in a, the biggest the Iron God Man killer, suit you've ever seen, the, the GK3, and Ghost Rider is able to drive. So he, it's established that the Ghost Rider can touch anything and take it over, as mm-hmm. long as it has mechanical parts. These Celestials have mechanical parts. So he drives one of the Celestials. Which is so sick. So then they are like the, the giant size Avengers. And there's cool. a good book, book and a half of them just, no, one book, of them just clobbering. And even then, they're still outpowered, but they're actually making progress. It's really cool. Um, I thought the book was fine. Uh, yeah, what didn't you like about it? I just thought it was super average. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think average is bad. It's not bad, but that just, like, it's fine. Uh, the other thing cool in issue two, there's Loki says, I'll show you that Loki is the greatest Avenger who ever lived. And at the end, it turns out his plot is what brought the, is what had the Avengers assemble. So he did make the Avengers come together. So that's and why he did he originally is, as well. Yeah. That's why he is the greatest Avenger that ever lived in yeah, his yeah, mind, yeah, yeah, which of yeah, course yeah, is Loki. He's the worst and um, the best. Also, there were a lot of specific panels calling out to, like, man, we need Jean Grey or the Phoenix. And she never showed up. Well, because, um, and I'm like, what's interesting about that is Odin loved the, the, the Phoenix. He loved the Phoenix, the first uh, host of the yep. Phoenix Force on Earth. Um, it still does. Great. I still thought by dropping Jean Grey's name multiple times that she would show up. That's adorable. Especially because the way this book is written, it goes, well, there's this piece and this piece and this piece and this piece, and these are all their parallels. And then Phoenix and Iron Fist, the only two to make no appearance. Yeah. Well, Iron Fist show got canceled, so... I'm a sad boy. Rip. I'm a sad boy. <laughs> um, yeah, it was an average book, but I thought it was a good establishing book. It brought these this team together for a reason. I like the new She-Hulk a lot, because I She-Hulk's feel... always been really cool, where she's been the one that's very calm and collected and cool. Ace Attorney. She, as the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And now she's losing that, and I like it. I like that she's going crazy because she's going to get it back. She's going to get back to Jennifer Walters, and I think that's going to be awesome. It's a very good jumping on point, which really is what this serves to do. I like that it, it did it for brought, me. <laughs> I like that it brought legacy full um, full circle. Yes, in that that finally, finally mattered. <laughs> God, that sucked for so long. I mean, that's how it is, right? Like, look at uh, I Rebirth, know, but my Rebirth God. zero to like the button. Yeah, like, we're still waiting on that. We're re- realistically we're still waiting on the yeah. button to wrap up. 
Yep. So like, that's it, it, how things happen in comics. But I'm just glad that that finally got to come for so I got to read that, and that was cool. So uh, yeah, it's it's it is it is an average book. It is fun. Uh, it is a good jumping on point. It is also me personally like of this lineup. I'm pretty much here for Steve. Yeah, this is more of a me lineup than a uh, lineup. <laughs> and Steve, being Captain America, you had to give him something to do because he's not the most powerful. Moral compass, but not the most powerful. He's so great. He was removed on the Loki side of things and largely felt to, to um, for exposition. For Loki, to have a reason for Loki to explain things. And motivation for the Ghost Rider. Sure. He's great as dead. Raze is cool. I'd be down for reading some of that. Some of the current Ghost Rider. Um, I am bored of Ghost Rider. Because I the movies and just the lore is very boring to me. I did not see the movies. Um, but I've heard Reyes is really good and worth reading. Yeah? Maybe yeah. I'll check it out. I'm always into, like, interest. I, I like demon lore. I like occult lore. I like god lore. I love all that stuff. I think it's super interesting. So there's definitely a chance that this is right up my alley. I just haven't read it. Maybe I'll check it out. But any final thoughts? I don't really have any. Uh, I I liked the book. I like the series where it's going, but this is a me team. This is this team's right up my alley. Um, yeah, not so much me, <laughs> admittedly. Yep, no, that's fine. Uh, like all new, all different. Super in on that lineup. This lineup, I'll probably skip. Sounds good. Um, so that'll do it for the book. Let's get into uh, the outro. That's a podcast this week, John. Um, the Avengers. It was what it was. Next week, we're reading a seminal book. Well, Which is? we're reading The Road to a Seminal Book. The Road to Civil War. Incorrect. Uh, we are Nerds. reading The Road to Metal. Metal. No, Metal, the DC event. Um... The, one of the best DC events in recent memory. You are a huge fan. Huge metal fan. I, it's one of my favorite... I have a, a shirt in my room. The, the Red Death. You do? It's my, one of my favorite shirts. Um, Which is a great name. Oh, it's so good. Uh, if we want to spend six more dollars, we can read... We can do a, make this a three-part event. Uh, right now, it's a two-part event. We're going to read The Dark Days, The Road to Metal, which is uh, the forwards, the casting, two issues of Final Crisis... The Return of Bruce Wayne, two Batmans, and a Nightwing. <laughs> and a partridge in a fair tree. Please be public domain. I don't... Yeah, it's gotta be, right? It's old enough. You think. Happy birthday is... We found out happy birthday was the whole time. And people were making... The whole the time? The whole time. Just like a storm was Egyptian. Anyway. <laughs> we're reading this one. to prelude and to get ready for metal. It'll be a two-potter. Two-potter. Um... I'm very, very excited because I really <laughs> like this. And we were just going to read Metal originally, but looking at the, the road to Metal, I think it's I think it's uh, some required reading. Me, a Marvel fan, would not exactly get the most out of it. No, I think you're going to... I think Metal would still be good to either way, but I think this is going to make things just different. It's going to give you... Metal's a very Batman-centric book. I know that's crazy to think in the DC Universe that things are Batman-centric, but this one is very Batman-centric, so... 
having this as background will be very good. This one is written and drawn by a lot of people. Yeah, so the issues in Dark Days, The Road to Metal is Dark Days, The Forge. I just read this off. And the other books that Jeremy read. <laughs> uh, just to go off the... I was doing research. The, the written by, it's Tim Seeley, Scott Snyder, James Tinian wrote the, the new stuff. But like Grant Morrison did Return of Bruce Wayne. Uh, Nightwing was written by Tim Seeley. Uh, Final Crisis was Grant Morrison. F- eventually, we're going to do uh, another one of those The Worst Books, like we did... Convergence. We're going to do a Final Crisis, because I hate it. <laughs> it's so bad. Can we th- to be th- fair, we should probably do like Spider-Man One More Day. I just really don't want to read that book. One Day More? Or No More, more Day. More, whatever it's called. One Day More. No, no, Spider-Man day, No More is, is good. It's, it's the... I was singing that song from Les Mis. <laughs> I haven't seen or read. Don't. Don't. I don't think it's good. Okay. Um, we're going to do one of those where we do a bad... We should do that. I want to read uh, one, whatever it's... I want to read that spider Or we could do... Uh, no, I want to we'll, we'll get there. I want to do that. Anyway, that's what we're doing next week. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. Two, two full weeks of metal. Metal. I'm excited. That joke is not gonna get old. No, it's not. Already, it's great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't hate it already. But uh, I'll do it for this week. Have a week. uh, Podcast. Bye. Previously in John's bedroom, the night before recording. Uh, This is this is okay. Let's issue two. Here we go. Exterior. Tony Stark. No, we need to figure out a way to communicate with them. We need Jean Grey or the Eternals. Okay, okay, I'll give it a little more. Okay, issue four. Kind of out of steam on this whole Jean Grey thing. Follow us on Twitter Odin, at Talk and telling Trades. A previous story. You can follow Jeremy the at Phoenix, Mr. She was a good friend. And John at okay, also, find us on Loki, Facebook. Screaming loudly says, All music provided by Welcome back, Avengers. Remember, the we're not experts, we're fans. That's it? There's no Jean Grey? There was a lot of foreshadowing for Jean Grey, even the Phoenix from Million BC? God, whatever. Yes, I would like to buy issue 7.